Hey, I'm Diane. And I'm Katie. And we're just two moms juggling multiple jobs and kids. Life is crazy, loud, beautiful, and messy. And we're here to talk all about it. So grab a drink and let's head to the porch or patio and shoot the shit. No judgment. It's going to get real. And it all starts right now. Hi, Diane. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. I'm excited. I know. I feel like we haven't done this in so long, and it's nice to get back and interview. I know. Well, we've had a lot of issues trying to figure out this microphone and headphones, and Tyler wants to kill us, and we're good. (laughs) He's smiling from afar, and he's saying, you go now, girlfriend. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, so I'm really excited to uh, interview Carissa Sakura. She is a photography client of mine that then joined um, Beauty Counter, and all of a sudden, we discovered another amazing thing about her. So, you know, Diane and I both have been going through a really tough time, um, just grieving and figuring out this new life without a, a parent. And um, Chris has started a business, and she does a, she's going to tell us all about it, but um, she did a really, really special reading for me and, um, one for Diane and just this past Friday. Yeah. Which I'm just learning about now, which is so exciting. Um, but really quickly, just to say a little bit about what I experienced. And I like, honestly, when I was trying to explain it to Diane, I was like, I totally understood it in the moment. Like she spoke in this spiritual language that I understood, but I have no idea how to regurgitate it. Like, I can't even tell you like what happened, but that I feel like I went to the best therapist ever. (laughs) (laughs) And she's just so different than anything I've ever experienced. And as you all know that we love mediums and we call ourselves medium junkies. Um, But there's something really special about Carissa and her gift and we just I want to hear more about like what she offers because I know that she has so many other things to offer but um so yeah welcome Carissa thank you for having me I'm so excited to be here with you guys yay um so let's just kind of start off just tell us a little bit just about yourself like you don't have to dive into your business yet just kind of let the list our listeners know a little bit more about you and like who lives in your house and all that good stuff? <laughs> who lives in my house? I, know, I love, I love how that. you frame it up that way. Not like, who's your like, who's in your family? Like, what do you do? Who lives with you? <laughs> I'd like to know. Well, she could have a hamster and a dove and you know a iguana. Like, who knows what her thing is? Hamster and a dove, not dog yeah. and a cat. Hamster and a dove. Well, I'm sorry, I was thinking of the random animals that I had growing up. So I was trying to be like, you never know. Oh my god. Okay, Chris, so tell funny. us. Tell us. Um, so I live in New Hampshire. I'm a Massachusetts native. Um, I live with my husband, Jimmy, and my two daughters, Cadence and Brielle. Um, in my past life, I was a figure skater. I competed. Um, I was on the Hayden Nets, and skating was a huge part of my life. Um, but yeah, I... I feel like my story is very long in terms of kind of like my journey and how I've gotten to where I am now, but, um, I'm just really loving being back in new England. We've been back for five years and just like really enjoying like coming back to my roots and having family and friends around. 
It's awesome. Um, so why don't you tell us a little bit about where you started your business and how you kind of discovered that you had this special gift? So it's like I was just saying, it's really an interesting journey, just like anything is. Um, I was five years old when, <clears throat> excuse me, I first realized that I was different in this way. I, um, I was laying in my bed as a kid and I saw my great grandparents walk down the hallway who had recently passed and they came down walking together, holding hands. And I saw their aura, um, their white aura coming down and they knelt down by my bedside and kissed me on the forehead. And, um, of course at five years old, you're like, Oh my gosh, what is going on? Like, this is so weird. Like, you know, so it was kind of like an out of body experience as a child, not really understanding what was happening. And, um, so that was like my first memory or experience with spirit. Um, and then after that came, you know, having night lights and being afraid of the dark and um, kind of suppressing it for a little while. And as I grew, I, I would say it, it kind of came back to me or um, realizing, um, realizing that I had this, this ability was in high school. Um, and I say that because in high school, I... I was super lethargic and really tired all the time and was noticing that I would, would be affected by other people's energy. And now I know that that's, you know, called being an empath. And I was also highly sensitive on top of it. So that kind of like reawakened some things. And then that continued through college. And then I started meeting people after college that you know, we're in the um, psychic medium world or energy world and, you know, started connecting with these people that were like me. And I was like, oh, I'm not alone. Like, this is so special and so cool. And I really should be utilizing this more. Um, and then kind of fast forwarding to in September, I, you know, I had um, issues with autoimmune disease and living with chronic pain for many years. So I did find that once I healed my gut and helped myself in those ways and just energetically protecting myself and having really, um, really clear defined boundaries. And that really set myself up to have the confidence to say, you know what, I can do this. And that not only can I do it, but I really want to use myself in this way to help other people. And, um, so all of that kind of came together at once. And in September, I officially launched and I haven't looked back and I'm just so excited to where I can keep going. So cool. Yeah, that's really awesome. I would be so scared at five years old if I saw yeah. <laughs> yeah. Aura. I think I don't, I don't even know what I would do. I'd be like, ah, I need to leave. <laughs> I'm going under my covers. But then I'd be scared if I was under my covers. I couldn't see them anymore. Oh my gosh, that's so crazy. Yeah. So what would you say that you call, like, what, what do you call yourself? Um, I'm a psychic medium. Um, I'm, I also am a Reiki master, but in terms of that, I'm, I'm a psychic medium. So I, 
you know, that we all have our clear senses, different ways that we receive information. And um, I find for myself, every psychic medium is different. Um, you know, some people, one of their clairs might be stronger than the other. So it's really interesting that even within the psychic medium realm, that all of us receive information differently from spirit. Um, for me personally, I... I mostly just know um, I will see visions as well, but I mostly will just receive information as if it's just being passed down to me and it just appears in my brain, um, which is really, it's a really interesting experience to just have things come into your mind and just that's what it is. Um, and oftentimes I can um, obviously see um, some spirit I can hear and smell. So it's just really interesting. Um, and it's also interesting that a lot of spirit have their own way of communicating, um, or that they're just most comfortable with. So typically that's the way that I'll receive information based on their preference too. How did you know that you were experienced, like it, you weren't making something up? Like I've listened to other Mm -hmm. mediums talk like oh I didn't know like was I just like what was popping in my head like how did I know did you have any like aha moments you're like whoa because I know even like with my reading it was it was different because it was like okay your dad's here now this is what he wants for you and that was really cool because it's a little different than what I've ever experienced where there's all these validations and stuff so like when you're mm -hmm. receiving but it was so spot on so what is yeah. the type of information you're, like, do you have any experiences that you're like, wow, that was really cool. And I definitely couldn't have <laughs> made that up. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a really great question. And I really feel like, I mean, I just had my 38th birthday. So I really feel that it has been an evolution and a journey just like anything else. And, and over time, um, particularly, you know, through my early 20s, and even well into my late 20s, I did a lot of my own soul work in terms of my own, you know, healing some of my own personal traumas or my own health issues. And just um, coming to really know myself, that is such a huge piece of the puzzle, especially for myself, that um, knowing myself so well and knowing where my emotions and feelings come from and that um, like in any particular situation that my body just intuitively knows, um, that's really the best way I can describe it. So that way, when I am getting information from spirit that I immediately know it's not you that or this something. is not mine. Yeah. And also before I do any session, even before I get on a phone call or before someone comes to me, I will do a quick meditation asking spirit to bring through very clear messages that I can interpret um, for the best and healing good for um, whoever I'm going to be reading for. Mm -hmm. And, and they, they do a really good job at listening because they want to, they, they want to facilitate their message in a way that's going to be really easy for their loved ones to, to take in. And also that validation, like you were saying, um, I really love 
including that validation in a message. I think it's really profound and helpful when you not only know who is coming through, Mm -hmm. but that you still have this relationship, even though you can't physically see them, you can still have this soul connection and they can still bring through the essence of who they were um, and you can still have that emotional bond with them. Yeah, I think what's really cool, and I guess I'll share a little bit about Friday because I started to tell Katie about the touching my back from behind. So um, obviously, I, Chris, I've seen you at a beauty counter like twice, <laughs> so I didn't really know you. And then we're sitting on this call and we're talking and you could like sense my anxiety right from the beginning. And then you started talking and it was clearly my mom and you were talking about how um, she doesn't want to scare me. She's still around, but she's going to come from behind to not, um, like startle me. And I like, couldn't even hide like my facial expressions. I was just sitting there. I didn't want to say anything. I, I just wanted you to keep talking. So I was like, where the hell is this going? This is crazy. And inside I'm like, holy shit, holy shit, holy shit. Cause the previous Friday I was with Heather at the store and, I was on one side of the counter, Heather was on the other, and I look at Heather, and all of a sudden I turn around, and I said, and I flipped my head back around, and I, and like jumped, ran around the counter, and I was like, Heather, something just touched my back, something just touched me, and she thought I was absolutely crazy, and I was like, no, 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 something touched my back, and I like showed her how it touched my back, and I was like, look at my heart rate on my, on my Apple Watch, and it was like 160, and she was like, oh my God, get the Jesus music. There's ghosts in the store. Um, and it's so funny because it was like a combination of, in the reading with you, it was like validation. Like that is my mom. You're telling me how she's going to come talk to me. Like that literally had just happened to me. And then you had like such an important message that I needed to hear um, from her. So it was like really cool to see the two things like together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really, I really love when that happens. And I just, I love to use myself in that way just to be a conduit, because that's how I feel. I'm just, I'm the facilitator on the conduit between someone and their loved ones. And, you know, I, I try to communicate with spirits to say, you know, this is how I would love, or this is how I like to receive messages from my loved ones, because of course, I want validation that I know that they're with me, but I want you to tell me in a way that no one else is going to tell me, so I know for sure it's them. Then I also want to feel like, um, you know, they're still cheering me on or they're still giving me advice, and it very much sounds like their voice or the way that they would speak, um, their mannerisms, the language that they would use. And to me, it's just so important um, to have it come through in that way. So I love to ask for messages to come through that way, just because I, it just brings a level of comfort and ease that the person that is receiving the messages, it, Hold on, Chris, it, it so as well because that energy oh, immediately shifts like, Oh yes, that's them. Sorry. We lost you a little bit, but I think it's spirit messing with you. <laughs> <laughs> I think we understood it, but you kind of went in into slow motion. But I, I, I mean, we got to tell them to stop messing with the audio because you got a lot of good stuff to say. <laughs> um, so what, what type of services, like you said a little bit, but just so people can kind of know and when they like go to your website and stuff. So like what type of services do you offer? I saw that you do Reiki and intuitive coaching. So like what, 
can you tell us a little bit about each of those? Yeah, I mean, yeah. so intuitive coaching, what does that mean? I know. And like, I want to know more about Reiki. Like, I know we, mm-hmm. that's like maybe a whole nother episode, but <laughs> I just want to hear a little bit more. Yeah, I'd love to tell you. So with the intuitive coaching, um, that is something that I find people that are empaths or highly sensitive people that may have some of these gifts that don't really know how to hone them or how to tap into them. So that is a really fun service because it's a way to basically help other people know how to empower themselves to use these gifts and utilize them in the best way and also how to tap into their intuition and really learn how to trust themselves. Um, So that's what intuitive coaching in a nutshell is. So I offer that um, in one-on-one sessions or in group sessions. And then I also offer um, a psychic mediumship readings, which I offer one-on-one in groups and then Reiki sessions one-on-one. And then I also have um, Reiki training. My next one is coming up April 18th and 19th at Southern New Hampshire University. So I'm I have that on the schedule. And then I also added in an event section because I really want to give people what they're looking for. And I always love providing. I always love providing. Like I I know my ability, so I love kind of customizing it to what people want. So in terms of events, it could be corporate events, um, you know, wellness days or holiday events. Um, But then also it could be ladies night if you want to get a bunch of your friends together. And that could include, it could include Reiki or intuitive coaching, or it can include readings as a group or one-on-one. So there's there's like endless amounts of options. Let's do a Reiki night. Reiki night coming up. (laughs) Yeah. So I, I just really love to give people what they want and customize it because everyone's looking for something different or even, if um, like a family healing night, maybe your family wants to get together and do messages from spirit or um, do some coaching together. So it, I love that option and I have uh, an information form on my website so people can click on it and kind of give me an idea of what they're looking for so I can best help them in that way. That's cool. If you, um, what would you um, recommend for people that are listening that are like, what in the world is Reiki? What is she talking about? <laughs> yeah. What are some good websites or books that you might recommend for people to check out? Yeah, um, Reiki. I absolutely love Reiki. And just to break it down in a very simple way, um, I think when you know we're talking about the history of something, especially when it has energy involved, people are like, oh my gosh, that's like way too out there for me. But Reiki can literally be used by any person. Um, and people are like, well, I'm not really into energy healing. I'm not into like mediumship. And it really, one does not have, it it doesn't have anything to do with the other Reiki in its sense is aligning, aligning your energy centers. And when you have an attunement, so when a Reiki master attunes you, all we're doing is aligning your energy centers and then that empowers your hands. So we're all we're all energetic beings. We all have energy, you know, the best way to think of energy. Um, (laughs) you know, I always joke around like when someone walks into a room and you immediately are like, Oh, I like that person. Or I don't like that person. And you never spoke to this person at all, 
but their energy hits you before you even are able to talk to someone. So it's very much the same way. So when I am doing Reiki, you're not really, you're not doing Reiki to someone. Essentially, you're just opening, opening their, their energy to receive your energy to help relax into a more peaceful state. Um, and it's so beautiful because I don't know a single soul who isn't stressed um, at some point during their day or during their life or hasn't been through some sort of trauma. Um, and there's even studies um, that have been done in the medical community um, that show how much it helps um, prior to giving birth, during and after, and then also with cancer patients. And um, Libby Burnett, who I trained with, she she was one of the main people who helped bring Reiki into hospitals. So pretty much every hospital, every major hospital in Boston now has, um, not every single one, but quite a few of them um, have a Reiki program. And I know Dana Farber just had their first unit of nurses that trained for Reiki wow. together. So there, it's it's really wonderful now that the science is there to back it up, which I know a lot of people love to see that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's it's a beautiful gift to give to yourself. And like right now, I, I'm just like, I can do Reiki on myself as I'm sitting here. So <laughs> if you're sitting in traffic and you're stressed, you can do Reiki on yourself. If you're at work and you're sitting in a cubicle from nine to five, um, you can do Reiki. And it just really helps I like to say it brings me back to center and it brings me back to self um, and just feeling that connection to myself and then in turn connected to the people around me. So it's a really beautiful tool that you can use throughout your life. I really wish Jeff would do something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a good book he or could, website? He could use that. Do yeah. we have something Reiki for men? <laughs> oh, my God. So yeah. Something for men. Jeff would be like, "What are you making me do?" <laughs> um, is there a book or website that you just think would be like the best recommendation for someone to check out? Um, if someone that is really into science, which I know a lot of my friends are, um, Richard Gerber, he's a doctor, in his book of vibrational medicine, it's a pretty large book, but there's a lot of information in there. And then also Libby Barnett, um, who I trained with, she's the longest practicing Reiki master on the East Coast. Um, she has um, her own book that she wrote. I can't remember the co-author, but she wrote it with someone. And it's a really great book um, just to kind of get like the basics of it without overwhelming yourself. That's awesome. Good. Thank you. You're welcome. So it's been a it's been an interesting journey and a long journey, and it's new for you with actually like doing the things that have naturally come to you. How do you explain to your daughters what you do? <laughs> <laughs> That's a great question. Um, I'm really honest with them, and it's interesting. I have um, a five and a seven year old, and my seven year old is um, an empath highly sensitive and she's also a psychic medium um which has been really interesting um because when I was her age although my parents are so open and super supportive like I didn't really know how to talk to them because I didn't really know what I was experiencing 
Um, so to have her at a young age say like, mommy, I see colors around people and I've, you know, I see this person at night and to be able to have that conversation with her and be so excited for her and, Mm -hmm. and really, um, embrace it. Yeah. Yeah, And like show her like, this is a beautiful gift. So with her, it's been really, it's been really easy because she feels a lot of the same things. So, um, and then with my little one, my five-year-old, she's, you know, she's hilarious because she's just, she just like, sometimes she just like nods her head and okay, that's cool. And you know, she's my little grounded one, like her daddy. And, um, like she totally gets it and everything, but she's just like, okay, explain it to me. And then she's just off and playing again. Um, so it's, it's really sweet. That's awesome. I don't even know how I'd handle that conversation. I'd be like, well, (laughs) yeah, but you have your, your son is very much he hasn't been lately. It's been very different ever since actually my mom passed. Like I haven't, he hasn't said anything, anything. Actually, that's a lie. <laughs> I was just going to say. What you said. <laughs> there was, um, it was actually when, uh, so we put, oh gosh, I don't even remember if this is either when she got into hospice or right before we put her into hospice. So I was down in Florida and my husband and kids were back in Boston and I called, um, I call, I don't remember what it was, but I called and I asked my husband to just like record a video, like record him. Um, because I wasn't going to be able, by the time it was my turn to go in, like the kids would have been napping or sleeping or something. So I said, just record a video before she went to hospice, before she did. And she was still in the ICU. And I said, just have them say hi. And so she could hear their voices. And so my oldest, my husband's recording and my oldest goes, bye, Nana. We love you. He said, bye. Like he wasn't confused, like straight up said bye. And then the next day we took her to hospice. Yeah. And I was like, oh my gosh. So yes, that was actually the last time. But he's the one who like, it's kind of like Kennedy for, in my family. Um, He, she, like, she knows when, like, my mom's, like, crying without even hearing her. Like, she, like, just senses it. And, like, he, like, would come into your room in the middle of the night, remember? Like, well, that happened that one time I was having a panic attack. And, like, like, I was on the verge of a panic. I woke Tyler up and I was like, I'm about to have a panic attack. It was when my mom, it was the whole week leading up to me needing to go down to Florida. I went, I made the decision on Thursday. And, like, a couple days before that, she had gone in the hospital on Sunday. Just knew something was off. And... And then he just came in and wanted to have a hug and lay with me and yeah. then went back to bed. Yeah. Yeah. Like, in the world. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot about that. But you and I, I feel like are like, I don't know, maybe an empath or whatever. I mean, I'm definitely not a psychic but medium. No, but I, I definitely feel as I get older and I'm like learning more about this, I definitely feel feel people's energy and I can, mm-hmm. I mean, there's times where I, I like can't, I tell my husband, I'm like, you, I can't have you work from home. Like I can feel your energy. It's like so thick. I could like cut it. Like it's, it's suffocating me. And it's interesting because I don't know mm-hmm. if I had it as a kid, maybe I did. I definitely saw a ghost for sure as a kid and everyone, like I, we were on some weird camping thing when I was a kid up at a hut and all the kids in my class thought I was crazy and made fun of me but I'm like I can still see it clear as day mm-hmm. what I saw um and yeah why you're, came- you're definitely empathic and you're 
your kids that you're talking about are so empathic. And I think um, even some great tools for anyone that's an empath. And if people don't know what an empath is, there's like a wealth of information on um, the internet. But even um, Hay House is a great resource for anything in the spiritual realm. They have really a lot of great resources. And even Kripalu in Western Mass on their website, they have a list of many people that have different workshops and like kind of around these topics. Um, but even as an empath to learn how to protect your energy mm-hmm. is so, so helpful. Um, and there's so many ways you can do that, but, um, cleansing, cleansing your energy. Like one of the ways that I love doing is taking an Epsom salt bath. So the Epsom salt has like high level of magnesium, which is amazing for you anyway. Um, but it helps sweat out all, all of the things from your day. And it really helps me. That's one of my tools to help myself like, um, that I, I cannot go without my bath. And, um, so that's like one way, but also, um, having really clear set boundaries, which are really hard for empaths because empaths are givers and the, the feelers of the world. So we always want to help other people, um, which of course can be draining. So learning, like setting some really healthy, firm boundaries is huge, um, so if you, you know, if maybe you're wanting to, <laughs> to help protect yourself, maybe adding, <laughs> adding some new boundaries yeah, would be really helpful. Um, even just talking with the kiddos about it, like how, how they can even have some boundaries or I know cadence. Um, my oldest, I was mentioning, she really needs a lot of quiet time. And, you know, sometimes after school, she'll just go to her room and write in her journal or I got her her own, um tarot card deck with little animals on it and she loves just going through her deck now and she has her own little ritual so just kind of like tapping into what they like and just kind of helping them facilitate that is super helpful mm-hmm. that's really cool I, I love those tools and those ideas um so who well we heard a little bit and um from the woman that you trained under but are there any people that you um feel inspired by or has motivated you through your journey? Oh my gosh. Um, so many people. Um, like I said, I really love Hay House in terms of like anything with spirituality or in that realm. Um, Wayne Dyer, I absolutely love his work and his writing. Um, and Louisa Hay, I love Deepak Chopra, Brene Brown. Of course, they're not necessarily in the spiritual realm, but they, they have so many beautiful messages. Um, also Maya Angelou in terms of like all of those people, but then honestly, my biggest inspiration is definitely my family. Um, I have amazing parents who have always been supportive and just are just such like good, decent human beings. Like I couldn't have asked for better parents and, my husband, my brother, my extended family. And then, of course, being a mom. I think becoming a mom really transforms all of us. Um, And then, you know, wanting... It made me realize that I needed to be living my truth. If I wanted to show my daughters how to 
live authentically and feel empowered that I had to do that for myself first. So really owning my power and owning my truth and living it and showing them that as an example, not just preaching it, but really living that my day to day. Um, I think that definitely pushed me over the edge to show them that this is who mommy is. I love myself and accept myself and what a beautiful gift and that hopefully will encourage them to do the same throughout their life. Really quickly, um, did that scare you at all? Because I feel like I knew you for years and never knew this side of you. But <laughs> are you kind of like, do you, do you almost like, do you feel like it was like a coming out type thing? Like, yes. I, mean, I, I even sometimes will meet new friends. Like I just met a friend, you know, in my town and we haven't talked forever, but our paths have crossed a million times. And then we finally spoke to each other and we're like, I like mediums. You like mediums? Oh my God. Like all of a sudden we're like, <laughs> mm-hmm. oh my gosh, we're like very, and then we discovered there's a million other things that are similar about us, but it's like, I, that happened with Diane and I, like, yeah, it, again, you were a photography client of mine, <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> but like, it's just, it, it's, it's kind of like, I, I feel like because of things that are coming out on TV and things that are in books and it's, you know, mediums are becoming a little bit more normal, but it's still a little different. And, oh, yeah. It's still a lot different. But there's Absolutely. a lot of curiosity, <laughs> which I enjoy because I do think that way. Um, but was that scary for you or were you always just an open book? Um, no, of course. Yeah, of course it was because I, for a large portion of my childhood, I really suppressed that side of myself. But then what happened is I, by suppressing my true self, I really started to manifest things physically. Um, I had really severe allergies and autoimmune um, disease and like a calcium deposit on my eye and just like all of these really weird things kept popping up when I was a kid. And I know now that that was a direct correlation of me just suppressing everything. And it really did manifest physically um, like a large portion of it. Of course, some of it is also just genetics, but I, for me personally. um, So yes, of course it was scary. And I think when you said coming out it was like I really felt like I was coming out of like a spiritual closet and but it felt so good and it really got to the point in my life where I got so secure with who I am as a person and I just really it sounds so corny but I really just came to this massive amount of self-love and not like ego type way but just really accept myself for who I am unconditionally with all of my imperfections but just really owning that hey this is who I am and the people that love me and know me know that this is true they know that this is who I am and I'm always trying to you know do things from the goodness of my heart and just constantly align myself with the highest you know truest vibration of myself so if I'm if I'm being me and I'm doing that in those ways, then how could that be wrong? So it just got to the point where I was like, okay, I, I can't not live who I am anymore. You know, it just got to the point where I was like, I'm just doing this and I don't care. Like I have to do this because I feel like it's just like, it just feels like my soul led journey. Like this is my journey here in this lifetime. This is what I'm supposed to be doing. And if I'm not using myself in these ways, then what am I doing? Like, I, you know, I think we all want to feel that way with no matter what we're doing. 
whether it's photographer or podcast or all these beautiful, wonderful things that people love or artists or being an attorney or I don't know, there's just endless amounts of things that we can be. And I think as long as we're, you know, living our most aligned self, then we're serving our purpose. And so it just got to that point for me where I just, I couldn't not just be who I was anymore. And if you could go back to the very beginning and give yourself some advice, what would you tell yourself? (sighs) I, I would tell myself just to not be so hard on myself. Um, And I really wouldn't change too much. I think what I would say is every experience, every challenge, everything that I had to overcome Um, All of those things and experiences, all of the things that I overcame really have led me to where I am and has given me so much valuable information and tools and living, you know, living in chronic pain and having autoimmune disease and having severe anxiety and depression, like all of these things that a lot of people face, I think by having to live through all that really gave me the experience and, and being able to empathize with people and truly know what people have been through because I've also been there. So I really wouldn't change too much other than just say, maybe don't be so hard on myself along the way. That's perfect. And that, you know, I've, I've always had the power. It always lied within myself and I was always there. Yeah. I feel like it's kind of like a saying when you're 30 or mid thirties that we are finally comfortable with ourselves. It's like a coming out party. Yeah. <laughs> like, really, like, I really feel like is. I'm finally, like, to the point where I'm, like, as I meet people, I mean, it just happens that I've, like, moved, you know, kind of in my 30s. And and I'm, like, this is who I am. And mm-hmm. you either like me or you don't. Mm-hmm. And I'm not in a yes. bratty way or a mean way. It's just kind of, like, I'm going to evolve and I'm going to, like, grow, but I'm not really changing. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yes, yeah, is who I am. Yeah, and you're I finally comfortable in yeah. your own skin. Like, I actually feel like such amazing peace, like, finally in my life where I'm, like, I have people who love me for me, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. that's finally, like, it feels so good, you know? It's so powerful. It's just really, like, that true ownership of who you are, and it's it's really powerful, and it's so beautiful. But, so, yeah, yeah, I totally agree. agree. I say it as some, like, some of our friends, and I'll be talking, and I'm, like, who cares? Like, just be you. Like, and if someone doesn't like yeah. you, so what? That's their problem. Not yours. Like, yeah. that's okay. Not everybody's meant for everybody. And that's mm-hmm. just how it works. And obviously that doesn't mean that you're like mean or like yeah. an asshole. You're just, yeah. you're just you and that's okay. Yeah. I mean, I definitely yeah. have to be reminded for sure. Cause I feel like you're talking to me right now. <laughs> <laughs> I do say it to you. I'm like, people it's pleaser. fine. I am it's such okay. a people pleaser for sure. Um, so Krista, this has been so fun talking to you, but let's kind of switch gears. And what are three things, silly, practical, or comforting or whatever that you cannot live without, um, that maybe goes everywhere with you? What can I not live without? Okay. Definitely a hoodie, a hooded sweatshirt. I don't know (laughs) what it is. We haven't heard that one yet. I love it. Oh my gosh. Like I just put the hood on and I'm like, I don't know. I feel unstoppable and so cozy at the same time. I don't know what it is about a hooded sweatshirt. We need like an Eminem song to that one. I don't know. It's so weird, but I, um, so definitely my hoodie, um, and connection. Wait, hold on. You're breaking up. Say that again. Will you say that again? 
Can you go hear me? a day without connecting. Perfect. Sorry, yeah, it started I started to break you. up. Tell us again. That's okay. Um, the second one would be connection. Like I, I can't go a day without connecting with at least one person. Um, but connecting, not just like, Hey, how you doing? But like, Hey, I know you went through this thing. How are you really doing? Like that for me just fulfills me so much to do that at least one time in my day. Um, and then the third would probably be pen and paper. Like I always have to be, um, writing, writing my thoughts. So I'm actually in the process of writing a book. So I, I'm, I've always wanted to write this book and it's happening. I'm making myself do it. I'm going to a Hay House Writers Workshop next month. And so yes, pen and paper. Like I, even I have like a little tiny notebook in my purse because even though I have my phone, I still love my pen and paper. Mm -hmm. Like I want Mm -hmm. to tan, like it has to be tangible. Like I want to feel it in my hand. That's awesome. Oh, I can't wait to like check back in with you. I know we should bring you back and you can get an update on the book. I know I'm excited. Oh, so cool. Okay. So the other thing that we do is we play some games. Um, And if you've listened to us, you've heard it. It's called, what do y'all, what do y'all call it? If you've listened. Um, Katie and I fight every time. So don't you worry that question will be there but i'm going to ask you a series of questions and you tell me which one you fire okay up. we're gonna fire here we off. go i just gotta figure out where i want to start are you doing it or? yes oh yeah I'm just you it. okay so i thought jeez <laughs> wrong, wrong. <laughs> string cheese or cheese stick cheese stick garbage or trash trash stroller or carriage carriage bucket seat or car seat car seat you guys or y'all you guys? Rotary or roundabout? Uh, I don't think what I don't think I call it either. What do I call it? <laughs> the circle thing. <laughs> the circle thing. <laughs> I think I'll say rotary. Okay. Flip a bitch or U-turn. U-turn. Yeah, because you're like, what the f is a flip a bitch? It's not real. Fine. Uh, garage sale or yard sale? Yard sale. Tablet or iPad? iPad. And housecoat or bathrobe? <laughs> bathrobe. <laughs> That's housecoat. a new one. Housecoat is for like old ladies. Old no, ladies. I mean, I was up in Maine. People were asking me for housecoats and I was like, um, we don't sell coats here. Over at the <laughs> check coat area. <laughs> oh my gosh. So um, also the other thing that we do, and it's funny, I didn't have a quote. We always pull a quote for like the conversation that we've had or something that's meaningful. Um, and of course, like, yes, we are total medium junkies. So this stuff just like is the coolest thing ever. But I think actually where we ended the conversation is where my quote is coming from. So the quote that I have that I will post on social and that'll be a new thing that I'll actually do because I never did it before, <laughs> uh, is before anything else, find yourself, be yourself and love yourself. Oh, that's oh I love that. That's a good one, right? Yeah. I'll yeah, know. I like that. I'm like the gift master, quote master. <laughs> she is. She like finds these sometimes like mid conversation. It's amazing. I love it. Yeah. They're sent from spirits above. I love it. It's so good. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Can you just tell everybody where they can find you? 
Yes. Thank you so much for having me. This is so much fun. I could stay on for like five more hours. This is great. Well, we can. Um, we'll just press end to our record. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we can get some private um, readings you, Everyone can check me out on my website, which is super easy. It's my first and last name. So com. And I'm also on Instagram as Carissa Sakura. And on Facebook, I have an online group, which I tend to go live and talk about things that are on my mind. Um, The last one I just talked about was grief and mediumship and just kind of some experiences with that. Um, And that group is Live Well, Be Well on Facebook. And you pull cards. I like that, too. Yeah, I love doing that sometimes if I'm feeling like a big push. It's really fun to do that. Oh, we should have had her pull one right now. Oh, yeah. But it's really not That's really, okay. you're not in it, but it would have been cool. Yeah. No, I have fun. one. I can pull one. Yeah. Yeah, hold on. Yeah. I always have cards. They're like everywhere. <laughs> What's They're rubbing your hands? You get the energy <laughs> more? It's my former Reiki. I don't even know what that's going to do. <laughs> laugh I had oh, like, my oh, oh. <laughs> oh my gosh you guys are too funny <clears throat> let's see I'll do one of the goddess deck let's see let's see who we find it's because you're trying not to drink in the microphone I'd love for people to like listen back and try to we should have a drinking game where people listen back and they tried to figure out when we're pouring a glass of wine. <laughs> I hear you going. <laughs> oh, I love this, you guys. I pulled I pulled three cards, and the three goddesses are Matt, uh, Vestia, and Sarah. So Matt is truth, and then home and alliance, which I think is so cool for our call because we were essentially talking about living your truth. Mm-hmm. While doing that from home and alliance between the three of us. Oh, I love it. Cool. Yeah. That is really cool. What are your, um, quickly, we'll, we'll get off, but what are your favorite decks that you, like, because those are really cool to have? Um, I really love Colette Baron reed She has so many decks, and I just love, I love her and her energy, so her decks are just filled with her energy, and I just... Um, I love this goddess one that she has. And then she also has um, like a spirit animal deck that's really fun. And she also has a spirit postcard deck, which is um, they're written out as postcards from spirit. So I love doing those in mediumship readings and having someone pull one at the end for themselves. Like I'll have them think of one of their loved ones and pull a card from them. And it just kind of shows them how to empower themselves by using the cards as well that's cool um so but i love her and then i also love rebecca campbell that's cool those are probably my two favorites i love that well this yeah. has awesome. been thank so you fun, so Carissa. much it was awesome to have you i always love hearing you talk you just have such a beautiful voice and you're just... oh you're so sweet <laughs> You're just calming. So you're fun. just very calming. I just stare right at you and my eyes are locked. You can't see <laughs> oh, me. You can see my hand so in the gorgeous. distance. But... <laughs> well, thank awesome. you so much. It was so fun. Awesome. I know. Thank you. We'll make sure that we share everything um, and people can hopefully start finding you on your social channels. Thank you so much, guys. Yay. Awesome. Thank you, Carissa. Thank you.